This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, uh, episode number 715, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story, a single true non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading 1 Kings chapter 16, verses 8 through 14. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, your freedom and your liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach tonight after a long day of great, amazing accomplishment. And I pray, Lord, that it would bear much fruit and that many wonderful good things would come out of it. For your glory, praise, and honor, for you're the one who put that idea in my mind, which I, even, I never even thought about that in my life until I prayed by your grace and then you spelled it out to me as to what I needed to do. And my wife knows, and uh, I know, that you worked a miracle earlier on yesterday. Uh, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for doing so. And Holy Father God, so therefore give me renewed strength, supernatural energy, strength, unction and anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit as we go into the Snowmageddon, as they call it, uh, in a few hours. Uh, Lord, help us to be ready, help us to be prepared. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us to walk by faith and not by sight. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help me to pray, to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Gospel, and then to obey your Holy Word in a very real sense. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At 1 Kings chapter 16, verses 8 through 14. In the twenty and sixth year of Asa, king of Judah, 
began Elah. <coughs> Pardon me, the son of Baasha to reign over Israel in Terzah. Two years. And his servant Zimri, captain of half his chariots, conspired against him as he was in Terzah drinking himself drunk. In the house of a in the house of Azar, steward of his house in Terzah. And Zimri went in and smote him and killed him in the twenty and seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his stead. And it came to pass when he began to reign, as soon as he sat on his throne, that he slew all the house of Baasha. He left him not one that pisseth against a wall, neither of his kinfolks nor of his friends. Thus did Zimri destroy all of the house of Baasha, according to the word of the Lord. <coughs> Pardon me. Which he spake against Baasha by Jehu, the prophet, for all of the sins of Baasha and the sins of Elah his son, by which they sinned and by which they made Israel to sin, in provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. <coughs> Pardon me. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word, for it is always moving uh, in our inner man. Help us to remember this sad story. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we come once again, uh, by the grace of God, first allow me to say, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even some foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved, We're here at this junction in the devotional to read the powerful, I believe, one of the most powerful devotional books ever written by the Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, and his fine work, Morning and Evening. Uh, this is episode number 619. Yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant. Second Samuel chapter 23, verse 5. This covenant is divine in its origin. He hath made with me 
an everlasting covenant. Oh, that great word, he. Stop, my soul. God, the everlasting Father, has positively made a covenant with thee. Yes, that God who spake the world into existence by a word. He, stooping from his majesty, takes hold of thy hand and makes a covenant with thee. Is it not a deed, the stupendous condescension of which might ravish our hearts forever if we could really understand it? He hath made with me a covenant. A king has not made a covenant with me that were somewhat, but the prince of the kings of the earth shall I, the Lord all-sufficient. We, we just got through in the other service talking about his grace is sufficient. He is all-sufficient. The Jehovah of ages, the everlasting Elohim, he hath made with me an everlasting covenant, an everlasting covenant, an everlasting covenant. But notice it is particular in its application. Yet hath he made with me an everlasting covenant. Here lies the sweetness of it to each believer. It is not for me that he made peace for the world. I want to know whether he made peace for me. It is little that he hath made a covenant. I want to know whether he has made a covenant with me. Blessed is the assurance that he hath made a covenant with me. If God the Holy Ghost gives me assurance of this, then his salvation is mine, his heart is mine, he himself is mine, he is my God. This covenant is everlasting in its duration. An everlasting covenant means a covenant which had no beginning and which shall never, never end. How sweet amidst all the uncertainties of life to know that the foundation of the Lord standeth sure and to him God's own promise. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Like dying David, I will sing of this, even though my house be not so with God as my heart desireth. My, 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 shall we pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. And thank you for this great reminder. Help us to meditate on it throughout this day. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we now go to the family segment of this devotional service. Uh, to the what I call the family verses which are so necessary. God created the family, and so he gets to write the rules for the family, and if you obey the rules and the instructions, your family will turn out all right. If you don't, it won't, or you won't. Maybe you have a situation where 
the husband and the father, they were, they were saved and obedient to the Lord, and uh, the children were too, or at least most of the children, but the wife was not. Well, um, she will not enjoy her marriage, her marriage and her family. There are people who go through a lifetime in a family and never enjoy it, never reap any of the benefits. I've told my wife many times that um, because of her disobedience, her pride and her rebelliousness, her meanness, her not loving and caring for her children, not wanting to tell her children I love you, not wanting to hug them, not wanting to even feed them or change them. Uh, and I made sure she did, she did those things, but she didn't really want to do it. And I told her, contrary to what you think, God's economy does not work that way. You don't reap the benefits, you don't reap the blessings. Contrary to the false evangelical preachers and to, and contrary to the false charismatic preachers who told lies and told lies for years, uh, if mommy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, so just say yes ma'am and do what she tells you and keep your mouth shut and uh, happy wife, happy life man, so just give in and, and be handpecked, controlled and dominated. One man who was the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, he, he said one day that uh, we all are henpecked. And I said, no, we all are not. God does not want you to be that way. That's why we're in the mess we're in today. And, and, and the truth be known, your wife don't want you to be henpecked and controlled and dominated. But if she can get you to be that way, she's going to get you to be that way. And once she gets on top, she's not going to get underneath anymore. That's what that's what one wife told me. She said it just it's just something in a woman who wants to conquer a man and put him underneath her. It's demonic. And she said I was not married at the time. She told me don't ever let that happen because if she gets the the reins of the marriage, she's not going to give it back. And so many men have been abused by their wives, mistreated, and pastors egged them on, talking about happy wife, happy life. Just keep your mouth shut, son, and just do what she tells you and, and take that 13-point honey-do list and you get in there and you go and do it, whether she, even though you worked all week long. And if she don't want to get involved with you sexually and so forth and so on, then don't worry about it. Just go on by it and go to your man cave. I say no. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. God will bless you if you do that. If you don't want God's blessings, don't do that. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. The first commandment with a promise, and that is that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. If you want to live the good life, 
useful life, the purpose-driven life. Honor your parents. Respect your parents. If they were godly in the Lord, people obey what they have told you. Now, dear friends, let's pray for all families and pray for some other folks. And then move on. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the salvation of lost families. I pray for the revival of families that name the name of Christ. And Lord, I do pray that you will lead them all to read your instructions regarding the family. I pray, Lord, that you will have mercy and grace upon all of us who name the name of Christ. Have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of the basic sins that we did not obey, the great commandment and the great commission. I pray, Lord, that you would forgive us of our sins, but help us to repent of our sins, for the blood drips from our fingers. And other sins as well that we have allowed into our lives and into the church. No doubt, Lord, we are the worst Laodicean church ever. And no doubt you have spewed us out of your mouth because we have not been cold or hot. Uh, but a nasty lukewarm. And we all know it. Some of us don't want to admit it. And so, Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if it be possible, please revive us again. And, Lord, I pray for the millions of people who are hurting around the world from the coronavirus plague, and other plagues, and even the plagues of war. Comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And, uh, Lord, we pray for some folks by name. Uh, even though we pray for millions, we pray for some regarding the coronavirus, and we include the millions of people in China who are... Uh, Thousands are dying right now from the coronavirus plague. Lord, I pray for the family and friends of Morocco resident M. Sufi. I pray for the family and friends of North Dakota resident Laverne Benji. I pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Costulo Camarillo. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, for the prayer requests that have come in. We do pray for the thousands of folks who have sent their prayer requests in. We pray, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. 
and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Protect them from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. And Lord, we pray the same for all of these people who have sent their prayer requests in. We pray, Lord, for Lisa. Please heal her body. Heal her brain and lungs. Comfort her family after the death of three loved ones. Heal her brother of leukemia. We pray for Pakika. Please provide him with food, clothes, shelter, homes, and medical facilities for the elderly and orphan children. We pray for Deborah. Please heal her from cirrhosis of the liver and restore her ability to walk again. Save her family members and help them not to get tired of taking care of her. Help her and her family to get over this mountain that the devil has put in their way. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi, and we pray with him, and he has a new prayer letter uh, in our inbox. We thank you, Lord, for the souls that have gotten saved and the people healed at Starlight Secondary School. Thank you for Brother Jackson Yotoli and his family giving them a land parcel and title deed. Please bless Sindindi Church with a place of worship. Deliver Sister Agnita from demonic torment. Deliver millions of people from demonic torment, Lord, and set them free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even some in the church. And save and comfort her family. Please bless them to start a church near Starlight Secondary School. Please provide for the women in youth conferences and bless the Bible school classes to resume next year. Bring the right person to lead Kimbanjinji Church. Provide them with Bibles for young Christians, basics for orphans and widows, food and water, and ministry resources. Deliver Africa from drought and famine. And Lord God in heaven, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry. And Lord, we not only thank you for these few, we thank you for the thousands who have made a profession of faith in you. We pray for Samson, Blanca, Charles, Danson, Tuyana. And we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. Tracy, Benjamin, Sunila, Eve, and Melissa. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours and help them to all grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake, amen. Uh, dear friends of mine, before I leave you tonight, if you missed the gospel being preached in the previous service, Remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, for they are the most loving, most beautiful, and most important words ever spoken in the history of the world. 
Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, if you want to be saved, do what Jesus Christ told you to do. Believe on him. Trust in him. Have faith in him. Depend upon him to save your soul. He is the Lamb of God, the Son of God, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. And all you have to do is believe in him, call on his name in prayer, and ask him to save you, and he will do it. So as you believe in your heart tonight in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God, pray to him and ask him to save you. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have committed crimes against heaven. I've done evil in your sight. And I understand that I deserve to go to hell because of my sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Because I know that I'm going to die because of my sins. But please have mercy and grace upon my soul as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my wretched soul. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change and help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer in sincerity, according to the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved and on your way to heaven and saved from that awful, dreadful place called hell. Now, to help you grow in the faith and to start off right, I want you to go to Gospel Light Society. Tap on my book. It is a free book and a free download. You can have it in less than five minutes. It's called uh, What to Do After I Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. 
And if you believed in Jesus Christ, you ended in. And this book will give you the next steps that you need to take to grow in the faith. On that same site, you will see a bunch of podcasts. Those podcasts will lead you to thousands of other podcasts dealing with nearly 50 different subjects in the Bible and theology that will help you to grow, inspire you, and encourage you. And uh, you can get the email from this site and email us at any time. There are people standing by right now to receive your email and uh, to let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. And if you want us to pray for you and with you, you can do that too. Send that email in and we can pray for you until you tell us to stop. We've done it for thousands and we'll do it for you. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, uh, remember to pray without ceasing. If you're saved, get saved. If you're not, by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, read the Word of God and meditate on it without ceasing. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord and He'll keep you in perfect peace. And remember the motto of the Marines, Semper Fidelis, always faithful. And uh, remember the motto of the Air Force and uh, the Space Force, particularly here, Super, uh, Semper Supra. We've been up all day, so forgive me. Semper Supra which means always above. Keep your heart and mind on the Lord, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, I will be with you tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again. Invite your friends. Invite people who are not saved. And... uh, uh, so that they can hear the gospel and get saved. Uh, You can just pass some of these podcasts along and let them listen. Uh, God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, pray for me as I pray for thee. And if God has blessed you uh, with a whole lot of money, just share a little bit with us. Uh, I'm not not asking people who are living paycheck to paycheck and who are struggling. Uh, I... I, uh, we're praying for $21,000. We need a new camera, need new computers, new cords, and uh, a host of other things and some major repairs. So pray for us as we pray for you. And if, if you have $21 million, you won't even miss $21,000. And $21,000 for us will go a long way. Because we do not live extravagantly at all. Uh, I sold my house before the plague came in because I knew it was coming and, uh, and, and, and moved in a very inexpensive situation uh, that has worked well for me and something that God put in my heart to do. And so your money, when you give it, will not be coming to us. He'll be going into the ministry and taking care of the expenses of the ministry and the work. 
So God bless you, dear friends. There are many places on Facebook you can go and give the money if the, if the Lord will so lead you. God bless you, Lord willing. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Or today, rather. It's already tomorrow.